Thank you for checking out this episode of the Refine the Line podcast. Happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're all having fantastic weeks. Today I have on a great guest. If you do NFL pickums, this is a show you do not want to miss. He is one of my longest friends. I've known him for years, even decades. He is a sports gambling junkie like I am. And he just went six for 16 for 16 in the NFL pickums last week. Is it luck? Is it skill? Is it talent? Is it a lot of the three mixed into one? We're going to find out. Today we talked about a lot of just different general things as well in the sports world. Dustin discusses the birth of his new child and how it happened. Pretty funny story for you guys out there that are always busy and never get some time to yourself. Tune in for that. And we discuss his previous week, as mentioned, 16 for 16 and who he likes this week. As always, if you enjoy the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Really appreciate it. Feel free to check me out on Twitter at Spencer Mooney, S-P-E-N-S-E-R-M-O-O-N-E-Y, and at Refine the Line on Instagram as well, too, for uh, some more daily information releases from Refine the Line. Without further ado, my guest today, Dustin Smith. We are live. Welcome, buddy. How's it going? Doing well. How are you? I'm well. We were talking about beer and Bud Light, and I was going to tell you or in the middle of telling you that I went to Martino's yesterday, and I don't know if you've been to Martino's anytime recently, but their happy hour, and I, I don't even know if it's a happy hour. It might just be in general that... You can get 24 ounces there for like $2. That's a Bud steal. Light. It's ridiculous. As long as so. it's Bud Light or Budweiser, we're good. Yeah. You're not a, you're not a big microbrewery no, guy, right? I don't right? need the craft stuff. Yeah. One of these days you'll, you'll grow up. <laughs> uh, but welcome on out. Uh, appreciate you coming. You are apparently the Pick'em Savant, which is why I'm having you on today. But my first question for you is the year is 2005, a.k.a. the year you were born. Who is the number one golfer in the world? Who won the NBA Finals, and which song is number one in the hip hop genre? Oh goodness! Uh, the golfer, the number one golfer, would probably be Tiger. It's a trick question, but that's it. That's that's part of it. Who would you say is the other go- number one golfer in the world? Oh goodness, Phil. Nope. Good guess though. Who was number one? They rotated that year. VJ Singh and Tiger. Oh goodness, that's my dad's boy right there. Is he like VJ? Yeah, he, he's a big VJ fan. Fiji. Yeah. Uh, the NBA one, NBA Finals NBA Finals 2005 Who won I guess the NBA I have this, no idea This team won a bunch I couldn't even begin to where to start Tim Duncan The Spurs Yep okay. This is the third title they won This the, was the, the big was, three Yep This was the Ginobili year He played He played really well that year Because okay. I think they also won in 2004 That was the year the uh, USA did not win somehow the Olympics yeah. And they lost to Argentina. And yeah. Ginobili was just incredible that whole year. So, And then uh, the number one hip-hop song. 2005. Well, we were in high school, so it's got to be something that we we loved. You've heard this song a million times. You were la- listening to it. You were jamming to it until about 2010. Was it Soul Survivor oh, by yeah. Akon? <laughs> Meet me on the block. <laughs> Young Jeezy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was my song back in the day. Still is your song. Oh, absolutely. You, you were Not jamming to that for throwback. years. Uh, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> I had to do a throwback there at 05. That was funny. Um, that was your biggest thing about me is uh, you always said I didn't come alive until 2005. Exactly. Exactly. Without question. What, uh, you're a busy man. Just had a child. Yeah. Just had my second son. He's three weeks old. Three weeks. Cooper. Yeah. And I got a two and a half year old named Leo. Uh, they, they keep you busy. I, I, mean, I don't doubt it. Give me a little update on Cooper when he was born. We were kind of just casually talking about it a little bit, but what, how, uh, you know, what were you doing? You're you're a busy man. I know you work a lot. Uh, you also have a young son yeah. at home before Cooper, uh, Leo, who's what two now? Two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah. Give me a little story. I mean, you're a busy man. Finally, get a weekend off. What 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 happened? What went into the birth of your your next child? Yeah, I uh, just started my, my full time fire job at Circleville. Uh, I was doing my two week probationary. Uh, I had to work 40 hours, so I worked Monday through Friday, and I was fortunate enough to have the weekend off. 
And I told my wife, I said, I don't care when this baby's due. She was due September 14th. And I was like, that's fine. I said, just hold the baby in. So I played in this uh, golf tournament that uh, we all know about, the Bachman Open. He reaches out to us, go play uh, 36 holes on Saturday, 18 on Sunday. And uh, I had a buddy of mine, uh, Brad Richmond, come out and play. And we played 18. AKA khakis. Khakis, yeah. yeah. Uh, played 18. Uh, we were five, six shots back after the first 18. Played decent. Not Nothing special. Get to the next course. I never check my phone when I'm golfing. It's just something I never do. Don't want to worry about it. Don't want to get sidetracked because I'm out there. To, I want to win. And uh, I just happened to be looking down at my phone and I see my wife calling. So I answered. I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, hey, I know you're golfing, but my water broke. And I was like, what? <laughs> the one weekend you yeah, have off. I said, you know, I said, you're not being serious. She's like, I'm being dead serious. I'm going into labor. I said, all right. Well, we're on the third hole of a second 18. And I was like, hey, I, I got to go. So I actually finished the hole. And uh, we we're at the very far back corner of the course. So it took me every 15, 20 minutes to get back to the clubhouse. Ran in there, tried to get my money back from the golf course. And luckily, they gave it to me. Did uh, did you have to drive all the way back home? I mean, did you have to get her at home, or did like I don't? I guess I haven't had a child yet. But do you have, <laughs> did you have to go home and get her with her water broke, or did you meet her at the um, hospital? So you actually you have quite a bit of time after the water breaks to. I think I remember, I've heard that. Kid comes. Okay. Uh, her mom was actually over at the time, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll be on my way. Just give me about forty five minutes to an hour to get there." She was like, "All right." Well, then her mom was like. I'm taking you, I'm taking you. And she was like, no, Dustin's on his way home. She's like, no, I'm taking you. So her dad stayed with our son and her mom took her to the hospital. I met her there and I was there by four o'clock, four, four thirty, And, uh, then it was a waiting game and you wait and wait and wait. And, uh, 1148, uh, our son came and we had to stay. Uh, we were there Saturday, stayed all day Sunday and got, went home on Monday. Well, you have a good story to tell your kid, uh, you yeah, know, for the rest of his life, he ruined your golf ruined weekend. My golf game. I don't ever get to go out and go golfing a whole weekend. I got too much going on, either work or hanging with the other one. But you that, ruined it. That's hysterical. Yeah, I think uh, any guy out there that likes golf or actually likes getting a weekend off from from time to time can really sympathize with you. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. Um, as I mentioned, a lot of this show we are going to focus on the NFL pickums and your quest of perfection this past week. Yeah, I got <laughs> some games went my way and I was able to to squeak it out, but you know, looking at the picks, I got to take chances somewhere and you know, we'll get into that later when we do the pick ones, but you got to got to take a chance every once in a while. You do and and you absolutely love taking chances. Oh, I chip in a chair. <laughs> chip in a chair as Bush would say, and uh I just got lucky. I like it. Uh I want to get a sports world update from you before we get into the pickums and give right. you basically do a rundown, give you some, some pop questions and see where you stand on things. Right. Where do you sit kind of in the world of sports? We didn't have anything on TV for three to four months. Were you bored out of your mind? Were you preoccupied with other stuff? I know you're a big sports fan. You consume a lot of sports. You gamble on a lot of sports. We love doing small pick'em pop bets and stuff. How did that, you know, take me back to March, April, May, um, how did uh how were those months for you what what did you what did you do to they were long i you know no sports on tv i'm a big sports guy i you know jackets Reds, are jackets. uh right in the middle of a playoff they're, hunt the playoff push they're they were hot they're making their way in and uh all of a sudden everything just came to a screeching halt and then i had to sit there every night and look at my wife and i'm like <laughs> i need sports on but they gave us time to you know reconnect in a way i guess because i wasn't just concentrated on the this is so sports. cute of you. Your yeah. wife is going to be so happy. <laughs> yeah, you know, got to sound good for her. But uh, yeah, just it it um, it was different because, like you said, betting on games every single night, finding was, a way to do something. Always action. Always constant action makes the games even better. Even if you just throw five dollars down on a game, you're like, all right, now I'm really into this game. Mm -hmm. And then the line changes, like do live bets, and you know you take somebody to win a game and they get behind. And you're like, oh, they, well, they're they can play better. Yeah. And then you start putting money on them and then they go down a little bit more and you're like, oh, they can do better. I mean, looking back all the way to our very first bet when we lived together, when we had uh, Nitten over and he gave us the, I want to say it was the Colts 
I don't. I, I was gonna say I didn't remember this, but now I do. One the Colts Texans game bets. on like Thursday night football or Monday night football. They were down and three touchdowns. They were down three touchdowns at halftime, and Nitten was over here telling how good they are, and we're like, "There's no way the Colts don't come back." And he gave us seven and a half to one, and we're all kind of like looking at each other, and you know, back then we didn't have all the money that we do. I'm not saying we're millionaires. But yeah, we're, we're 24 years old, yeah, scratching yeah. nickels together, and we're like, "All right, well, we did it." And that's where it started. We bankrupted him. Yeah. <laughs> so knitting's out of money, and we're begging for begging for our money. But yeah, you know, that's where it all started. Is back in just in the living room, and next thing you know, here we are, eight years later. And you kind of turn into controlled junkies. I feel like every once in a while, you you step a little bit too far out of where you shouldn't be in terms of comfort zone. <laughs> but you you, you got to reel back in, and it. Uh, I think betting on games, which is a large part of the show, really adds to the excitement of watching a game absolutely without putting a little coin on it it, it really kind of it's so much duller you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean you look at it, you watch a game with no money on you're like oh, i don't care who wins you throw five bucks down ten bucks down a hundred dollars yep. down and then you're sweating exactly yeah you're sweating. every every play Everything's matters sweaty, every play just... every every shot um, did you, I know you and your dad actually go play a lot of Kino and stuff. I think it used to be at Yogi's. Do you guys still do that frequently? Did it slow down when, well, I mean, <laughs> stuff wasn't open, but did, did it slow down when no sports were on TV? Oh goodness, man. I, Cause you guys went and watched the jackets and we stuff. We go watch the jackets game. We watch the you know, high state football there and all that kind of stuff. But you know, two and a half years ago when I had a child, it all went out the door. Like, there it? wasn't, there was no more going to Yogi's, you know, at 11 o'clock in the morning and playing Kino and having a drink and just hanging out like, just don't do it anymore. I bet. Like, I, I figured that that probably slowed it down, but I remember you guys doing that forever. Yeah, that was our um, thing. Like I would have a day off from work, and you know Alexa was working or whatever. Nothing else to do. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, you know what I mean. Go go gamble a little bit. How did? Tell me a little bit about your U.S. Open pickums this past weekend. How did you do? Uh, I think I did pretty well. I don't remember my exact number, but uh, somewhere in the three hundred, which is not good at all. I, <laughs> I, I, now explain I, that, but explain that to people. Like, what does that mean? Like so, the three hundreds. What do we do? So we pick uh, four golfers uh, for every major, and uh, wherever they place is the number that you get. Uh, whatever, wherever they place is your total number. Uh, and I had um, three guys miss the cut. It wasn't even close. Like, my guys didn't even come close to making the cut. Uh, I think Jason Day was the only one. And then the weekend came, and he the wheels fell off of him too. So, rough week. Yeah, you know, it was bad. And you know, you sit there and look at all the golfers that you could have possibly picked ahead of the ones that you picked. Of course, I had to go with my boy Tiger. I had that seventh pick, I believe. And I was like, well, Tiger's got to at least make the cut. You he you even you picked fairway. him. You picked him in the first round too. Yeah, yeah. you were all you were all about it. Um, but I mean, you sit there and you look at all these golfers, and you're like, all right, you know this course is going to be tough. Yeah. You know, I mean. Wingfoot is a very difficult course. It's been known that way for years. Uh, coming down to it, you can, can you keep the ball in the fairway. And nobody did that all week. I mean, you only have one guy. Well, Bryson didn't even keep in the fairway. No. But but he's just hitting it so uh, far. He hits it 360 yards. Fucking machine. It's unbelievable. And then he's only, you know, 40 yards out in the rough, which isn't as bad. But if you're 160 yards out in the rough, you're not getting there. Well, he, he was discussing, too. I saw this. He's like, what would you rather be? Right down in the middle of the fairway, 190 95 out or would you rather be a buck 30 hitting wedge you know i i would rather and i agree with him i would rather hit pitching wedge or sand wedge from you know 120 130 right even in the rough thick rough than being 195 right down the pipe yeah. he, you know he just hits the ball a mile and and he's he's absolutely on a tear right now what did you think of Wingfoot, by the way watching it did you enjoy watching these guys struggle because i i personally love watching them struggle i mean I, are you are i you absolutely loved it i mean you go you go to these other courses and go out there and shoot 20, 20 under yeah. and it's like this isn't even fun they're burning every hole it's it's not fun give them guys a challenge they miss the fairway i wish they'd make more courses it doesn't have to be as tough as wing foot but right. i wish they would make it so like the rough is much more thick mm -hmm. and it's enjoyable seeing guys that are incredible at something <laughs> struggle like actually struggle in my opinion yep. when they're just going out there and shoot six seven under every round i mean come on it's, it, it makes you think what – if you go out there and you see a, a pro go out there and shoot 10 under in the day, it's a great round. Yep. And you're like, man, you know, would I shoot in the 80s there in the 90s? Yep. But you go wing foot, and I'm sitting there like, all right, well, if these guys are shooting 6, 7 over, I'm at least going to shoot a 130 and probably be happy with it. What makes but it I'm fun, too, it. is you can relate to it because, I mean, you and I are – we can hack it all over the course. Oh, absolutely. And seeing these guys do it, too, is really – 
I mean, how many? There was tons of guys shooting in the high seventies and eighties. All, all week, tons. All, all four days. Tiger was like plus twelve through two yeah. rounds. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> yeah, all of them, man. Everyone's just spraying the ball. It, it was. It's enjoyable. I'm really. I, I was really impressed. Golf has been. I was going to ask you this too. Golf, I feel like, has been one of the sports that has been for me, without fans, almost more enjoyable. Like I enjoy having the fans there and their crowd noise and stuff, but. I really have enjoyed golf throughout the pandemic. How, how do you feel about just overall the, the watching experience it's, from the fans? It really hasn't changed for me. I, I mean, yeah. like you said, it, it, it's not that big of a difference um, because you hear, you know, the guys in the background saying, get in the hole or um, the mashed potatoes. That one guy yeah. that said that one. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mashed potatoes, that was funny. The only – the only course that I really enjoy watching fans at was the Phoenix Open Waste Management Waste Management number sixteen where they have that. I forgot about hole. that hole. Yeah, like when they just rowdy. I like forgot about great. that. Yeah, that's great. I agree. But other than that, like you don't need the fans at golf. I forgot I mean, about I enjoy all about going that hole. Memorial, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, not going this year wasn't that big of a deal. But watching Waste Management and watching those guys on sixteen, the caddies sprinting to the green. Watching them fall over—that's comical. I—I've totally forgot. Really I've that. totally forgot about that hole, man. That's hysterical because it is funny yeah. when, when you see when you see that stadium hole. It's 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 phenomenal. It really is. Uh, okay, I want give me your unfiltered thoughts on the Cleveland Indians. You know how I feel about Cleveland. I, I know, but tell the people how you feel. Well, if if Cleveland fell into Lake Erie, it wouldn't be the end of the world. <laughs> like I'm sorry, Cromer. I'm sorry, Bush. Like it is what it is. But I Cleveland to me. Is, is is the bottoms when they do well because you're a reds fan yeah when they do well and the reds do bad how do you how do you feel oh it frustrates me because then you have everybody in our group message saying oh look at cleveland this cleveland that it, it, it's annoying i bet well i mean it's funny but i enjoy seeing them suffer you it gives you when they suffer it gives you good trolling it, it gives material. me great great joy i bet i mean when was the last time they won the world series 48 yeah 72 years yeah it's that's fantastic are they gonna win this year no, <laughs> no, no chance. No, I mean they're winning games this year, but a lot of them were walk-offs. Let's look at the Reds a few years ago, and they had all these walk-off wins. They get to the playoffs and just stumble. That's what I. That's feel what's like going to happen this year. I, I, I can't I, rely on walk-off wins. I completely. I mean, it's it's almost funny the way when when teams win that way, it doesn't last, in my opinion. It doesn't. The way I'll, I'll tell you, who's really good though is that Bieber. Uh, oh yeah, he's going to win the Cy Young. You think so? Yeah. Phenomenal p- yeah, pitcher. Yeah, he's he's really good. I've been so I had Tim on here a couple weeks ago, and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm so tuned out of MLB just because the Orioles just disgust me. Oh, they've been bad for years ever since. Well, they had a good like five year run, and then they decided to give Chris Davis 150 million dollars and not sign Manny Machado. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, for a small market team, that's just laughable. And every right. con, you know, just as you guys used to talk about, uh, what was it, Homer Bailey? And oh my goodness! That guy. <laughs> and he threw two no hitters, and, and every next thing you know, they just opened up the checkbook. What they give him? Twenty million a year? It was bad. Yeah. It was bad. And then they ship him off. Well, how long ago? How, how long has it been since he's there? Um, that's a better question for Miles. Uh, it's probably been three, four years now. Yeah, I was going to say four or five. Twenty sixteen, maybe. Yeah. Um, what are your uh, thoughts on the Reds bullpen right now? Uh, that's the worst bullpen in the league. It's hands down. Can't be worse. Hands down, qu- worst bullpen in league. Is it better or worse than the J.J. Hoover bullpen back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you watched J.J. Hoover in the ball game back in the day. You you knew it was over, and it's the same way it is now. <laughs> even you when you the, even when you had a lead, you knew it was over. Yeah, it was over, and it's the same thing now. You're you got to hope that Sonny Gray and and uh, Bauer go the distance. He went eight innings, eight innings last night, twelve strikeouts, and then walked off the mound like he was McGregor. That was fantastic. I laugh at some of these managers because you know your bullpen's horrendous, and these guys, for whatever the reason, they still turn to them. They still turn to them. Like, why would you not just leave your starter? Leave in? your starter in. Yeah. Like Even the beginning of the year, these guys were throwing 70, 80 pitches, and they're like, "All right, well, let's check out the bullpen. Let's go to the bullpen. No, what, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? Let's not let's not call for that. It's it's, it's alarming. Now it really it's easy is. to say at our couch, but still, I think it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> right? I can sit here and micromanage everything, but at the end of the day, I'm not the one. Making these decisions. Okay, fantasy football. All right. How many leagues are you in? Uh, four dynasties, one redraft. I entered my uh, neighbor's redraft league. That's it's completely different. And I was going to ask you, dynasty or redraft, and why? Dynasty, 100%. You know, we used why? to be just to keep your roster every year and 
then draft the rookies. That's the best part is drafting the rookies, figuring out who's going to be good and who's going to possibly be a bust and things like that. Uh, I've spent many years in the in the cellar. Like I know all about draft picks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. And uh, the injury bug week two already. Uh, my team, my team is it's gone. I don't even have a running back yet. Well, dude, I had. I don't. Did you have Saquon? TMI? Yeah. I had Saquon and SM. SNSF and uh, yeah. Arch, which is another league, and I'm just you're totally, totally screwed. Yeah. So I had to ship Saquon out for Mike Evans. That was gross. Yeah, I still did it because I'm hopefully trying to compete this year. But right, yeah. If uh, if you lost Saquon, anybody who did out there, R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish you the best. Yeah, I I was already struggling at running back. I only had I had three running backs. Swift. So are you holding Saquon? What's it, what's the strategy? I, <laughs> I actually reached out to the three people yesterday, and I was like, all right. So, you want Barkley? And it was the, uh, the guys in the bottom three. Like, all right, they're not competing for anything. Yep. So, why don't you guys just go ahead and tank a little bit more? That will give you another pick, and you get Saquon next year. And everyone's like, well, he's coming off an ACL. Okay, a lot of people do. He's also the number one or number two overall yeah. player. I said. Or was. And I was like, well, you sit on him for a year, and he's going to come back. He might not be the same player, but he's still going to be very good. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. Yep. And everyone was just like, I, I don't know. Well, then I got Moody coming over my right <laughs> right shoulder and whispering in my ear, oh, yeah, I'll do this. And then he sends me a trade offer. and I'm The like, trade rapist himself. Yeah, he's he's like, yeah. Uh, he shoots me a text. He said, hey, if you want to trade you know, for Zeke or Julio or Tyreek, let me know. I'll take injured players. And I was like, all right. I said, what are you looking at? He's like, oh, let me send you something. So then he sends me a trade. <laughs> He's like, what was right. the deal? Break it down for us. Oh, God. It was uh, – th- he sent two back-to-back. And the one that sticks out in my mind was uh, he w- he wanted to give me Zeke and two bench players for A.J. Brown and Saquon Barkley. Ugh. And I was like – I texted him back. I said, I can't do that. I said – he goes, but they're both injured. I said, Brown's not out for the year. I said, Brown's – Week to week. Yeah. I said, he's super young and super talented. And Tannehill, Tannehill's making him look like a god. Dude, how good has Tannehill been, man? It's unbelievable. He's, I mean, Frable, how bad of a coach. That just shows how good Frabel is at calling plays. Frabel. Uh, or Frabel, is that their offensive coordinator? He's or? the head coach. Oh, Frabel, yeah. yeah. Or just how good he is as a coach. Yeah, he's good them. as a coach, yeah. And they have a good offensive system. Yeah. But uh, it also, in my mind, shows how horrendous of a coach Adam Gase is. Because he yeah. had Tannehill for like four or five years down in Miami. Mm-hmm. And Tannehill was at best, a pedestrian quarterback. He, right. c- he comes to Tennessee, takes over for Mariota mid-year last year, and oh my lord. Turned the whole di- the whole, whole year around. And look how Sam Darnold's done with Gase the last two years. I mean, horrendous. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be – like when the when the Browns didn't take him and took Baker instead. Furious. Or you weren't well, – I wasn't a Browns fan. I'm not a Browns yeah. fan. But I was like, well, that's just stupid. I don't like Baker as it is. Um, I think he's cocky and arrogant. He is – He's good. He's good. He's fine. He's not great. He's I fine. thought Darnold would be better. Well, at this point in their careers, Baker's a million times better. Sure. And and Darnold just hasn't done anything. He hasn't. He also hasn't had any weapons around him. His offensive no. line has stunk. Adam yeah. Gase is a horrendous coach. Yeah. So some of these guys, man, it's just all about situation. And, it really is. Kind of getting lucky because you don't. If you don't have an O line, if you don't have any weapons, I mean, did you see who he was throwing to last week? He had no receivers. Perriman, I believe, was out. Crowder was out, or Perriman got hurt mid-game. I think yeah. Herndon, the tight end. I yeah. can't even think of anybody else. Le'Veon was out. They have Frank Gore out there running, man. Frank Gore. <laughs> 37 years old. Yeah. So. Uh, is Ro- Robbie Anderson's on that team, isn't he? Nope, he was. He, no, he's he, on the Panthers. He's on the Panthers, yeah. So, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, last question on fantasy I wanted to ask you. Yeah. One QB or two QB and why? Two QB, 100%. How come? It, Having every you have two quarterback leagues, you know you have every quarterback gone in the league because everyone's drafting. You know everyone has three, four quarterbacks, um, but it gives you that that flex spot. There's more points. It's more fun to watch because you have that possibility of you know two quarterbacks going off instead of fluctuating back and forth. And one quarterback, do I start? Do I start? You know Rodgers this week for somebody, or do I start Breeze and go back and forth? But if you have both of them makes it that much easier and it's not it's fun i think also as well that's that's a good way to break it down but i think as well a good way to look at it is gotta if you only have one qb juice absolutely if you only have one qb in a league it could be redraft or dynasty 
you're not maximizing the total total totality of the position. There's tons of guys that are good on the waiver wire that aren't picked up or aren't being used. When you have a two QB league, everybody is in play and everybody matters. And nothing's worse than when you have a bye week and you don't have a quarterback to play. Got to make a trade. You got to somehow you know wheel and deal. But the teams that are really really good, you know, they're taking into account where their quarterback situation is. They are trying to almost get as many as they can in some situations because they know the teams are going to need them. Because right. if you play in a 12-team league, right, with two quarterbacks, 24 of them are always starting, and there's only eight bench quarterbacks. So four teams don't have three yeah. at minimum, if not more, because some guys will get three, four, or five quarterbacks. Right, miles. Yeah, exactly. And then those teams are scrambling, though. Them. Yeah. yeah. But, so. I mean, if you look at, look at uh, like, TMI, we have one quarterback. At the time, I had Dak. I still do. Unbelievable. Yep. 450 yards, one throwing touchdown, but three rushing touchdowns last week. In the offseason, I was trying to trade him. Nobody wanted him because everyone's like, I got a quarterback. This is in the one QB. Yeah, yeah your quarterbacks QB, are worth you, nothing. You, yeah, and so I'm like, okay. You had Andrew you, Luck in his prime, like 24 yeah. year You couldn't get anything for him. Nope. You sit there and say, okay, I'll take a first-round pick for him. Because in reality. In real life, he's amazing. He's amazing. But if everyone's already got, it's only one quarterback. Everyone's got the top twelve quarterbacks are gone, so there's no difference. And there's good QBs on the waiver; like you can yeah. pick them up anytime you want. So trying to trade one of those guys was impossible, meaningless. And so now I'm—I shouldn't say I'm stuck, but I'd love to trade him and get some more bench or uh, you, you almost know, have wide to, receivers or flex players. You almost have to like basically donate them away. Yeah. Well, I don't even know about donate, but you you basically have to come to the realization. I'm not going to get a top 20 pick for this guy. Right. I have to settle for pick 25 <laughs> and hope to get lucky, which even then, and at that point, it's like, go at that point. Yeah. At that point, it's like, what, what am I going to do better than Dak at pick 30? Right. You know, it's, it's, it's no. kind of funny. Uh, today there is moving into, um, NFL even more now today. There is a huge birthday of arguably your favorite NFL player ever. He turns 47 and was on the cover of Madden 2001. Who am I talking about? Your favorite my. NFL player. I vividly remember you loving this guy oh, growing Eddie up. George. Yep. Yeah. One <laughs> of the best my, running backs ever. Yeah. Back when he was at Ohio State, you know. Team Tennessee. That was your team. Yeah. Well, Houston. Yep. Houston. Houston. Uh -huh. And I said, wherever Eddie goes, that's my team. Yep. And he went down to Houston. I'll never for, I'll never forget playing fantasy in a league with you and Greg. I think it oh man, I can't remember how long ago this was. But you on your, your team, I forget who your quarterback was, but you had Chris Johnson and Lendell White, and you totally destroyed Greg, <laughs> Team Tennessee. And he was so pissed. He goes, yeah, Dustin scored 100 points on me with three guys. Yeah. Didn't even have had the whole rest of your roster to go, which uh, was what hilarious. They, what they called him in, uh, oh, goodness. That was like 2008. Yeah, maybe? they had a nickname for those two running backs, and I totally forget what they called him, but. I think it was like um, thunder and lightning, maybe it's something like that. But yeah, along those lines, it's, uh, Johnson was unbelievable. He was he's unbelievable. quick. He, he was, was quick. He was you get him around the outside, and he's taken off. He was he was an absolute stud. Yep. Honestly, Johnson yep. was. I I don't even know how. Like he kind of, and I guess it happens to a lot of running backs. They just kind of flame out. But I don't know what happened to him in terms of him, like. I think he was on the Cardinals at the end, but yeah. that was I don't I I really don't know how he didn't kind of sustain his excellence. He had that one massive two thousand yard year, and then after that he really didn't do much, did he? I was, I was about to say the same thing. A couple it's more good how, years, but nothing how crazy. How quick he fell off? Yeah, Lendo I mean, White he, did too. Running backs yeah. always do, man. You got what they say? What six, seven years? Yep. Before you, before they're going downhill. Yep. Use, that, use them fantasy wise. Use them for three years, four years. Get rid of them. And then they just kind of die, man. I don't yeah. I don't even really know what to say. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of what we're talking about here. All we right. are going to run through Dustin's amazing week two. What what happened in week two for you in fantasy pickups? Just give me the lowdown overall. Well, I uh how did you come to be so dominant in <laughs> your fantasy prowess? Well, I keep talking while I'm bringing up the, I wouldn't call the it thing. Fantasy. It's call not it fantasy real in, in, your, in your pickums. Yeah. I uh Really sat there and, and, and looked at each game, um, you know, looked at injuries. Like, what, look at what, the Saints, for instance. What is pick'ems, by the way, to, like, the average person that doesn't know? Like, what is what is the actual pick'ems? So, we have uh, a buddy of mine through an, another firehouse. 
open this poll. It's NFL Pick'ems and a Survivor Pool. The Pick'ems is you're just picking straight NFL winners. There's no spreads against it. So you're just picking team versus team, who's going to win. No points. You're not giving up any points. You're not getting points. It's just – So all 16 all games 16 every games, week. every game. You're running through them. Okay. Yep. And so, um, you know, I sat there and looked at all of them. You know, some of them pretty quick you can go, yep, this team's going to win. This team's going to win. You look at the Chiefs versus the Chargers last week, for instance. You're going to sit there and sit all day long. The Chiefs are going to win. You're crazy if you pick against the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, you're, you're, you're crazy about it. And then you saw how slow they started. Yep. Three and a half quarters. And then they had to come back, and they did, and then took it to overtime and won. I got lucky with that one, but uh, yeah, you just I just go with my instinct. Dustin went sixteen for sixteen last week, as I said yesterday on my my RTL Daily Show. Was it luck? Was it skill? Was it talent? <laughs> was little, it a little bit of both? It's a little bit of everything. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, you pickums you got to get lucky though. Yeah, we're looking right here at the Cowboys and Falcons game. Yep, forty thirty. That was a miracle. That was a miracle, bro. The fact miracle that to come back game. and win. Yeah, the the Falcons were up what fifteen, I think, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and blew it. Like they're up twenty to nothing to start the game. Were they twenty yeah. 0 I think I was twenty nothing. It, it it was close to that. I remember. Yeah. I was on the. Uh, I bet the game, and okay. I was on. The, Look at the end of the first quarter right there. Twenty to nothing. Oh yeah, it was. Wow. Yep. Twenty you're, to nothing. You're dead and right. You're, and you're sitting there and you're thinking, what the hell's going on? Yeah, this is a loser. Yeah. But then you go. Should I put money on the Cowboys to come back to win? I always think that. Like, how can I take advantage of this crazy yeah. line? Because you, you think that it's they're going to come back the to the mean. Yeah. They're going to come back. I, sometimes uh, they do, sometimes they don't. I was on the Falcons plus three, so I was pretty happy with uh, the got, outcome still. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just end the game. Right. Like, I don't care. You know, the last thing I want is overtime. Not that overtime yeah. was even in play, really, there right. at the end. But, yeah. yeah, that's the last thing I want. But, uh, yeah, take me through the picks real quick. I want to run down each one. Yeah, we'll spend, go through them Spend all. 15, 20 seconds. Uh, uh, Browns, Bengals. You're uh, on the Brownies. Yep. Um, just looking at home team. Um, Joe, Joe Burrow is going to be rookie, but he's yeah. going to be great. Yep. But you look at that offensive line for the Bengals, it's it's horrendous. So that's what you liked in that yep. one. So I, I sat there and said, you know. How about this me. one? This is an interesting one to pick. The Giants-Bears last week. The, the Bears won 17-13. Yeah. Uh, just knowing how bad the, the Giants are. They're horrendous. I'm not a Trubisky, Trubisky fan. too, but yeah. But at the end of the day, I think the Giants are that bad. Cowboys Falcons we just talked about yep. that was a wild game yeah da- look at Dak's numbers man 34 for 47 450 yards Whew. he's unbelievable he is Zeke too Ridley's incredible by the way I, I'm, I, I'm trying just, to buy Ridley everywhere <laughs> I just traded for him in another league did you and uh a guy was like text me he said oh Ridley's so bad he did a stupid trade for you okay, okay. done yeah and then next week he pops off and then on Monday he texted me and said hey what do you want for Ridley and I this said, is the I'd guy buy, you just trade him yeah. from? Well, I I trade him from Miles. I got him from Miles. Okay. And then um, Will Schlett, if you know who that is. Uh, of course, I know yeah. Will. He. So this is this is the league. This is the league. Yeah. Yep. He texted me on. I made the trade last week, and he texted me. He's like, "That was stupid. Miles raped you." Blah blah blah. And I was yeah. like, "Okay." I was like, "That's fine." See how this plays out. Yeah. And um, next thing you know, Ridley pops off for the second straight week, and. He comes knock on my door on Monday. Hey, what do you want for Ridley? No, you're not getting him. I thought yeah, you yeah. just told me how bad he was, and now you want to send me. And he offered some horrendous trade. I love Will, but Will is the is notorious for the seventy cents on the dollar. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, Lions, 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 Packers. Can't can't go against the Rogers. What do you call that the I call F- it the FU tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been listening. There you go. I can tell yeah. his his FU tour man. He I, I still can't believe the Packers took love. Unbelievable. Oh, okay. You're two wins away from winning the Super Bowl. You have one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game, and you decide Go to get invest. get you some wide receiver help. Yeah. Get you anything to help the guy. I mean, you, he's been playing with scraps, I would say. I mean, he's had good receivers over the course of his career, but how, how many of them have been good because of they've been playing with him? Right. Uh, obviously, Adams is amazing, but – Well, he went down on the – I saw that. They don't have snap. much behind Adams at all. There's nothing Lazard there. or whatever his name is. Van Scantling. Yeah. I mean, come on. Or Valdez Scant, whatever his name um, so you run the Packers that game, Packers yep. Lions, Packers won forty two twenty one. Titans versus Jags. My my old favorite. That was a close game. Thirty three thirty. And it was a it was a great game. Was, did you pick them because they're your old favorite or did you just think they're tough? You like Vrabel? I like Vrabel. I think the Titans are gonna win the win their division. Tannehill's been playing good uh, ball. Tannehill's unbelievable. But real quick about the those Jaguars and it gets me to you know, you have your bet of the day. Well, here's my bet of the day. It's take the Jaguars tonight minus three. Minshew is unbelievable. This is the game of the hair for the quarterbacks. 
We yeah, have yeah. Minchu <laughs> and the stash. And if you look at the beard and everything that Fitzy Magic's been working with, it's the game of the the hair. Fitzpatrick, he somehow is in every single game. He is. It doesn't matter who they're playing against. Somehow, that man is rallying his team. We're going to talk about but it. They're not, they're not winning games. So when do you go to Tua? I know. I it's he Fitz Magic is a unicorn because <laughs> he is not a high level NFL quarterback, but he is the perfect type of quarterback that keeps your team in games. He's great yeah. when he's trailing. And he always makes you nervous when you're playing against them. Because the Bills, I mean, another game we'll talk about, Buffalo 131-28 here. And it's a division game. It's a rivalry game. The Bills have a clearly better roster than the Dolphins. Top to bottom. But Fitzmagic, I'm like, this guy always plays well against Buffalo. He he played for Buffalo for a little while. They gave him a big contract back in the day. But he always plays well. And he the entire time, the game's in doubt at the end, which I hate. Every you time. can't ever just bury Fitzmagic. So, um, but so you're be- so tonight you're booking it. There, we're we're gonna talk about that too. But you're saying you yeah. like the Jaguars minus three versus the Dolphins. Uh, that should be your bet of the day. Minshew mania bet, bet of the day. Take all right. We'll take that in consideration. Because clearly you're, you're we're struggling, man. Two and four. And your your Celtics every single night in night out. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh my Last god. Night. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a rant about that soon today. Listening about the podcast the other day, and you saying, you know, better the day is take Celtics minus three. Those Heat boys know how to play. Oh, my God, though. I but, wasn't but, able to watch much but, last night as it worked. But, but Jason Tatum, man, zero points in the first half. And for Tyler Hero, eight. 20-year-old rookie. That dude's unbelievable. 37 points last night. It. and He, he had, can shoot it. He had 15 in the first half. I'm like, this guy can't miss. He's incredible. And Jason Tatum has zero points. Like that can't happen. Tatum had a great second half. Yeah, amazing in the second half. But, but you can't yeah. you can't donut when you're incredible. Like Jason Tatum's one of the ten to best players on the planet probably right now. Oh, easily at worst top fifteen, but probably ten best. And I mean, come on, man, what are you doing? Yeah. You should be easily easily scoring at minimum ten points every half at, at right. worst. You know. Yeah. So, but uh, okay, let's keep going. The Colts Vikings. Um, I just want. Uh, they both looked bad. They looked week horrible. One. Week one, they both looked bad. Vikings still look bad. Still look bad. No digs is killing them. Yeah. And so you have Thielen, and then you look at your wide receiver, too, which I thought it was going to be Justin Jefferson. But yep. he's not getting the ball. Cook, he's supposed to be a stud. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But he's not He's not producing like he should be. They're, it's kind of a rebuilding year for them. They're getting down in games. The offense is not the same without digs. And, yeah, overall, long story short, I think it's going to be a long year. They're going to be trailing a lot, so Cook might not be, not be able to run a, you know, ground and pound yeah. like they used to. So, uh, Bills, Bills, Dolphins. My one friend goes, if the Bills are really good this year and keep doing this, Spencer is going to be insufferable. <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel about the Bills right now and the Dolphins? Are uh, the Bills you know, good? Are they, are they for real? I think the Bills are for real. Look at Josh Allen's numbers. Uh, he's... He's nice. He's coming into his own. And He's that nice. run that he had, oh, that was unbelievable. Truck sticking two they blew defense the whistle, alive. Yeah, and then they blew the whistle, and he was mad that they blew it dead. I know. Because he he's ready to keep going. I know. He was he still was. moving them legs. Isn't it hard to like not root for a guy like Josh Allen or like like a guy like that? That's just he's just a man. That's he, the is, only way. he is. He really he's six is. Six foot five, 240-pound man. Talent around him. They do. Diggs, John, Smokey Brown. Zach Moss. Yep. Zach, Zach Moss, running back. Yep. yep. They're uh, him and Singletary there, yep. too. The offensive line yeah. solid. So, uh, 49ers Jets. I mentioned this on my show the other day. I go, the 49ers won the battle, but I think they lost the war. Absolutely. 49ers won 31 to 13. Garoppolo. Or 31 13. Moister, Andrew. Bosa, Andrew. ACL. Solomon uh, Thomas, ACL. Kittles banged up. You mentioned Garoppolo. The whole team is the whole team yeah. is a disarray right now, yeah. which sucks because they were one of the best teams in football last lucky year. They got to play the Jets last week. I know <laughs> they are one and one, but I think they're in a world of hurt in that division because the yeah. Cardinals look really strong. Cardinals look good, and, and so Se- do uh, Seahawks. Seahawks look incredible. Russell Wilson's best quarterback in football right now. The Rams are two and zero too. I mean, come on. Yeah, Rams are two and zero. McVay looks back. Goff looks good. So Rams versus Eagles. What made you take the the Rams versus Eagles last week? Uh just how good they looked week one, uh, and the the Eagles didn't look like they showed up, and clearly haven't even showed up again. Yep. And uh, Wentz is struggling. I, yeah, Wentz Wentz isn't looking good. Broncos Steelers. This 
so the, the Eagles game kind of hurt because I was on the Eagles. That was the only game I lost over the weekend. Okay. Uh, minus one Eagles. But Broncos versus Steelers. I had the Broncos. I liked them a lot at plus seven and a half. Obviously, it worked out for me. 26-21, Steelers won. But what made you go with the Steelers this game? Just looked incredible uh, versus the Giants? Yeah, they just – I mean, it's it's easy to look good against the Giants. But at the end of the day, it's Big Ben. The man's a winner. Yep. He's a winner. And you look at Drew Locke. I know he got hurt, but is he ready to make that next step and, and, and compete? It's a good one. Maybe not. Uh, Tampa Bay versus the Carolina Tampa. Panthers. Panthers are bad. That's yeah. I, bad. I think they're five worst teams yeah. in football. Yeah, they have bad. an okay offense, but CMC's dead now, and yep. that makes sense. Uh, Cardinals versus Washington. I think this game was more of a in question and doubt. Um, the Washington football team, unbelievable name change personally, but uh, the Washington football team has a really good, solid, I would say, young nucleus with uh, Chase, obviously, now there. Yeah. Their other defensive lineman, I forget their defensive end, Kerrigan, I believe. He's a stud. So they have they have some good rush ends and a, a, an okay defense, but the Cardinals' offense just looks like a juggernaut right now. Kyler. And Kyler's unbelievable. Hopkins. He's, he can get out through. He can get out of anything. Three week, quick. three week Terry though, man. How, how about him? He's balling. What a stud! <laughs> I love that man. Seven for yeah. one twenty-five and a tutty. Yeah, I'll say, Cardinals Haskins, won that game though. Haskins is slowly starting to get it. He he turned it on towards the end of last year. I, I know you said something. He's in great shape right now. Yeah, he lost quite a bit of weight. And it's, I mean, he's obviously still not there, but he's getting there. Sure. Chiefs Chargers. We talked about this one a little bit. You said yeah. that. You were Talk on the bet, Chiefs. Against, bet, bet against them. It's kind of one of those games, in my opinion, or the Chiefs just in general. Ravens now, I think, are kind of in this realm too, although I believe they're playing each other this week. But the Chiefs, betting against them, I just think is silly, especially in a pick em. Yeah. Like, why Why would you do it? You know, if you lose, you can kind of hang your head high. You're like, okay. But everybody, not gonna... everybody else is going to pick them too. It's not like. Exactly. Well, I mean, you got to look at this one. Look, this week's game is because of the Ravens. Now, if I'm taking the spread, right now the spread's three and a half. Give me the Chiefs plus three and a half. Sure, take the points all day. But it's a pick em and you're on the road. Correct. And you're playing against Lamar Jackson. Correct. That's a tough game. Do you think sometimes, because I, I do this, even though I'm actually not playing pick at all this year, I do enjoy them from time to time, but I'm just not doing it. Sometimes I go, these teams are fairly evenly matched. I think the public and all the people in this pick are going to pick this team. I'm going to take the other one just because. Because I can win big, or do you not do that? Saints, Saints uh, Raiders last week. Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. Saints at the end. Of I knew I had to. For the most part, I figured everybody was going to pick around around the same. Yep. And you got to have that one game where that's going to flip. That's going to make or break you. Yep. Because if I if I last you know when I look at the rate standard rate Seder, Saints Raiders Saints Raiders <laughs> if you look at it you say all right everyone's going to take the Saints everyone's riding high on them Drew Brees blah 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 yeah no Michael Thomas. That's a big hit. He's getting 13 targets a game. Huge hit. The offense. And it's Brees like pedestrian out there. Yeah. And Carr, I'll tell you what, he's he's looking good. And so that that was my my thing. It was with the, with the Saints, no Michael Thomas. Um, Got to be different. Got to be different. Yep. And that was my one game because at the time, there was four people with 15 wins. Okay. And – Everyone else went with the Saints, and I took them. So you had – I actually love that feeling because you're like, okay. Because if, if you guys could obviously all tie, and that's kind of like kissing your sister. You're right. But I would much rather go for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when they got down 10 nothing, right? They got down 10 nothing early. I was watching the game like, oh, early, boy. and I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this isn't good. And then all of a sudden, they got a couple stops. Carr, man, what a monster. Yeah. I mean, he played incredible football. And uh, Darren Waller, Waller the baller, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's so good. He's great. He is great. Arguably the best pass-catching tight end, I think, in football right now. I don't think you're finding a better one. I think Kelsey and Kittle are right there with him. I mean, you got three top-tier tight ends, and then right below them you have Ertz. But, yep. Um, yeah, it's, he's, he's, he's a monster. That's great. Um, uh, last two games real quick, Ravens-Texans. Ravens, obviously. Can't, they go, just, can't go against them. I think without Hopkins, man, the the – Texans offense is horrendous, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's that's oh, yeah. that's a pretty easy pick. It's like I said, it, picking against the Ravens right now and picking against the Chiefs is silly, and you probably think that that as well too. Now, now they play each other. I know. Yeah, <laughs> Can we'll I just ta- pick a tie? We'll talk about that one. Patriots Seahawks might be might have been the game of the week in terms of just excitement. Yeah. I mean, you had the Browns or sorry, not Browns, but the Cowboys and Falcons, which was incredible. But this game was 
phenomenal to watch on Sunday Night Football. Tell Absolutely. me a little bit about this. Why did you decide Seahawks versus Patriots? Was it just the home field or what? Um, just Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson. Uh, that offense is, is very good. And you look at the Patriots and Cam Newton. Okay, they played the Dolphins week one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Anyone can look good against the Dolphins. Yep. However, what is Cam going to be? But I'll tell you what. He's looking great. Cam looks and, like Superman. Yeah. I mean, he's able to, he's back to running the football as a quarterback and, and making his way through everybody. I mean, he's just he's throwing the ball well and he's it's if he's gonna stay healthy or not. Sure. I know. But yeah. I'll that was a that was a great watch. I was yeah. on I was on that game. I was on the Seahawks minus four and they got up twelve points with I believe it was three forty five left. And I'm on the Seahawks minus four and I texted my friend I forget what happened. I was like, at least the Seahawks covered, like won and covered for me. <laughs> Cam comes down, and they scored maybe in 90 seconds, and there's 215 mm-hmm. left, 220 left in the game. And I still think I'm fine. Like, it sucks they scored so quick, but I'm like, okay, I'm still good. Yeah. And out of nowhere, the basically they I think they passed. or I, Russell ran for three yards on first down. Second down, they handed off, I believe, to Chris Carson, who got it down like third and one. And for some reason, they decide to throw a Hail Mary like out of nowhere and, okay. and drop it to lock it. And I am like fuming mad because they're punting now and there's yeah. 150 left. So a minute 50 left in the game and the Patriots basically have a full two minutes to come all the way back down and score. And Cam got the ball all the way down the one yard line. Did yeah. you watch? Did you watch the play? I've, I've, I've got I watched. Um, You're asleep. I was at, no, I was at work. Okay. And so I had red zone on. Gotcha. With Hanson. That's cool. They got that yeah. on at work. Well, I, it's in my room about the Apple TV and got it hooked yeah. everything up. But uh, yeah, it drove all the way down the field, got it down there. Um, Bobby Wagner then, got in there, and just broke it up. Yeah, Batman Bobby, shout out, love you. I'm surprised they didn't go with like the jump pass or something along those lines. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, I was like, everybody everyone in the building knows, knows you're doing it. Yeah, everyone knows that he's going to run the ball. Yeah, you got two yards to go, one one yard, two yards to go. Everyone knows he's going to run. Why not have your little tight end sneak out? Now the Seahawks I'm not an offense coordinator. I don't know anything. Now, the Seahawks hadn't stopped it yet, right? But right. at the same time, it's the other plays are in doubt. You know, like they could pass here or they'll run cam. And in this sense, everybody knows you're running cam. Yep. Why would you not do whatever? Why would you not do some sort of trickeration or whatnot? Right. Get people moving. Yep. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, now the moment I feel like most people have been waiting for, including myself, yeah. Have you looked at any of these games yet? We're going to run through week three real quick. Who Dustin Smith, the 16 for 16 soothsayer, <laughs> who he likes. Um, Let's no, start I'm, with game one tonight. You said you're on the Jaguars, Gardner Minshew, and this should be my bet of the day today. Absolutely. Uh, t- I mean, like we said earlier, you can't count Fitz Magic out. Look at look at those numbers, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, Minshew is he's on another level. He's, he's playing well. You thought everybody was writing these guys off because they're selling everybody for nothing, getting you know, selling Rams or uh, Fournette was gone and everybody wanted out. Jalen Ramsey, yeah, Ramsey was and gone. Their defensive end, I forget his name. Yeah, everybody wanted Ramsey out, and so the they're like, all right, they're just tanking. But Minshew comes nineteen for twenty week one, wins week two, puts up a hell of a fight in Tennessee. Yep. And now you get the Dolphins who are not good. Pedestrian. Yep. They should win, and and they've played Jaguars have played good football. Yeah, give me the Jaguars, and I don't like agreeing with you, but I'm going to agree with you on tonight. I know you don't, but <laughs> better the day. I like that. Okay, so you're going Jaguars. Yep. Uh, Sunday. Okay, let's start. We're going the rundown. So we're we're on, we're on the record for being the Jaguars or Dustin is. <laughs> Bears Falcons. Who are we going with here? Line is minus three ATL. This is interesting because the Falcons are zero and two, and the Bears are two and zero. Give me the, give me the Falcons. How come? Trubisky. <laughs> I know he's doing no. No faith? No, but you watched that game against the Cowboys. They looked – the Falcons looked good. They collapsed. They should have won. They should have won, but they collapsed. But there's no way the, the Bears are going to put up 40 points. I think if the Falcons lose this game, Dan Quinn, the head coach for the Falcons, he's gonna are be in gone. big trouble. So, yeah. I think I – think Again, I hate look. agreeing, but I'm going to say the Falcons win too. I'll take the Falcons. Because of the fact that they need, it has to must win game, and I don't Absolutely. think they want their coach to get fired because they yeah. play hard for Quinn. Uh, Rams Bills, this is an interesting one. Bills minus two. Yeah, um, I, I think you can go either way here. I really do. Now, if you're going to go with the, if you want to sit here and talk about just give me the home team because they're home, take the take the Bills. But if you want to be different because you think most people are going to take them, take the Rams. But my pick, 
Give me the Bills. Bills, baby. I mean, Bills are going 16-0 this year, right? So uh, tough to <laughs> tough to disagree on that one. <laughs> I think I think it's a live line though. Like I think you'll probably have 60% of people take Buffalo and maybe 40% take take the Rams. Yeah. But okay, we got you on the books for that one. Browns versus the Washington football team. Cleveland is minus seven. Give me the Browns. I, I like I, like we talked about earlier. I don't think Washington's there yet. They're getting there. They're getting better. They're young, good core. Um, I just think the Browns. They got too. They got too many weapons not to be good. I think this game's going to be a lot tighter. If I'm betting it right now, I would take Washington and the points. Like they, I would take plus seven. Excuse yeah. me. I think the Browns probably win by a field goal, but I, I would take Washington plus seven in terms of betting. But in terms of pickums. I think it's hard to pick against the Browns there. So how about Titans versus uh, Vikes? Titans. Uh, I know they're on the road, but Minnesota just has not looked good. I got to disagree mm-hmm. with you on this one just because they're at, they're at home. I know they're on the road. Like you said, I'm going I, – I would pick Vikings, but you're, Vikings. On, you're on the record for Titans. I, yep. I mean, it's probably a smart pick. Titans are, are favored. So. <laughs> Only by two and a half. It's, oh, it's a close It's a close, close one. one. But you fit, you got you to gotta think at some point a team is going to stand up and, like, you know, play – like the Falcons. Like you got to get a win, man. Yeah, so that's what I would think with the Vikings this week. Uh, Raiders, Patriots. Who are you on? Uh, give me the Patriots. Pats. Okay. Yeah. You don't think the Raiders can sustain their excellence? No, I just think impressed with Cam. I think Cam's Cam is is playing well. And sure. I think they'll they'll get it done. To be different, I'm going Raiders. Forty Nine ers, Giants. Now this is interesting because the Forty Nine ers have so many injured players. Is is, uh, is Jimmy G playing? That's what I want to know. Is he playing? I don't know. I think it's still in doubt. You Bose is dead. Yeah, the Giants are horrendous. They're bad. They don't have Saquon. Uh, Barkley's gone. Like, but if they're if they're rolling out, uh, I I would think Jimmy Give me G. The Niners though. I would Roll think with the Niners. I would think Jimmy G sits this week. So you think so? I would. It was no Nick Mostert. Mullen in and after that. Yeah, Nick Mullen. Yeah, he's okay, but it's like he's a very I don't know def- define it's, okay. It's actually as truly a, a tough pick with how many injuries the Niners have. Correct. But give me the Niners on, on paper on with the, all the healthy guys. Yeah. You know. I think it's a clear advantage, Niners. I'm going to be different again. I'm going to go Giants. So we got three differences already. Uh, Bengals versus Eagles. Who are we on? Two Uh, 0-2 teams. This is nasty. Yeah, I would love to take the Bengals, but I just think that the Eagles are are the guy to turn around. I mean, I know their wide receivers are banged up, and um, uh, Rieger's out for a while. Yep. I think they're hoping to get him back after the bye week. Well, has is I he out now? I, I, I didn't think see. He's out is now. this a new injury? I, he was, I was playing. Looking, uh, he played the first two weeks. Yeah, I was setting my lineups, and they said they, he had like a, a doubtful next to him or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was him. And they said that. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Wow, I did not know that. Uh, Texans, Steelers. I, for the record, I'm going to go. So you're going Eagles. Yep. I you think. Going, are you I, going I'm, Bengals? I'm going Eagles too. Okay. I have to. The Bengals have just been such a letdown, and they're whatever. I like Burrow. I think he's yeah, continuing to improve, but yeah. I, I, you got to think Wentz is going to – they want a freaking Super Bowl, man. I mean, they got to right. do better. Not with Wentz. I mean, they did with Wentz, but he was on the bench. But, I mean, come on. Yeah. They got to – at some point. Texans versus Steelers. Pittsburgh minus four. I, this, this line's interesting with how close it is. It is. Because uh, you would think it would be more you with know, how the day played. Deshaun Watson is very good. Um, Nobody's had a tougher s- schedule, by the way, to start than the Texans. Yeah, that's what I'm – I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one. Because the Texans started Chiefs. Chiefs. and Ravens. Yeah. And now the Steelers. I mean, you're playing arguably the three best teams in the conference. Yeah. Because the Steelers are I, – I, if if they don't win the division, they're going to be probably the first playoff team. They're, they're incredible. Steelers are really good. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, give me the Steelers, though. I, th- I think Big Ben, he's just a winner. I'm going Steelers, too. I think this game's going to be closer as well. That line – a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm hammering Pittsburgh. I think the Steelers might squeak out with a field goal field win. win yeah. yeah. So, uh, moving into the 4 o'clock games, uh, Jets, Colts. Colts all day. Jets are bad. Jets are really bad. I'm not Jets even – we're not talking enough. about this game much. Nope. The Jets are horrendous, and it's a minus 10.5 line. Tells you how bad the Jets are. Yeah. Okay, Panthers, Chargers. Panthers are just as bad. Give me the Chargers. And I think Herbert – Chargers is kind of weird though, because Herbert he was fine last he week. Good. Yep. Tyrod, did you see that report about the punctured yeah, lung? Yeah, his doctor did. The team doctor did it. It's gotta be, there's got to be some lawsuit or something that goes on there because you lose your starting job. Yeah. And the team doctor, I, even though he didn't do it on purpose, I mean, 
he's going to get compensated by the yeah. Chargers, you would think. Yeah, that's it's unbelievable. Puncture your own <laughs> quarterback's lung. Unbelievable. How mad would you be? Like uh, if you were Tyron? How yeah. ma- how I mean, I'd be furious. You already know you're on a short lease as this. Yeah. yeah. And now you're you're injured and so you lose your starting job until you're back healthy. And who knows if Herbert keeps playing the way he is, he put up a hell of a fight against the Chiefs. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. Like 300 yards passing. Yeah. Looked good. Keenan Allen finally got some yards. Yeah. And so now if you continue that, you're going to sit there and say, well, all right, well, see you, Tyrod. Same thing what Patriots did years ago. Yep. Tom Brady came in, looked good, and never took ba- looked back. Over Bledsoe yeah. back in 01. Yeah. I remember then they won the Super Bowl. So, so are, you on, are you saying Herbert's going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I'm not saying that. All right. But I will say that uh, Herbert. I was worried there for a second. No. Uh, Tampa Bay versus the Broncos. Give me Tampa. Minus six TB. Give me Tampa. Uh, no no Drew Locke. Yeah, no, no Locke. Sutton's dead. Sutton's gone. I mean. Well, not dead, but torn ACL. T- Same yeah. thing. So. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Von Miller's out too. So they've they've – they're just decimated with injuries. Yep. I think the Broncos are at the point where they should think about tanking for um, Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence as well. Because you I don't mean, think Locke's, Locke's o- the man? He's okay. <laughs> I mean, what is he, what is what is Locke? He is a you know, he's your average quarterback. He's a, a, a he's a Chevy Impala. He's fine. He gets you from A to B. He's not a you know Maserati by any means. Is, like the is other that two. Impala going to go through a brick wall? Yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> So, he uh, he's fine, but yeah, he's not. He doesn't do much for me. He's okay. no, I, I agree with you. Why would you not get a top guy? You're already starting zero two. Your team's kind of eh. I mean, tank for you get one of those guys around all those wide receivers. I know I, Judy's incredible. Yeah, man. he's so you're good. Gonna be, you're gonna be, and they got a uh, one of the best tight ends. Noah Fant. Oh man, no. do you have him in fantasy? No, I don't. But you watch him play, and he's just a stud. <laughs> uh, Cardinals, Lions, Cardinals. It is. What is the line here? Minus five and a half cards. Okay. Um, I think this is another game that's going to be closer. The Cardinals have played really well, but they're kind of like – my favorite thing is with teams in the NFL, I love taking teams that are coming off losses to play better this game because they're motivated. They don't want to get embarrassed. They want to win. Yeah. And the Cardinals have been playing really good football. I think it's tough to take – I, I would take the Cardinals too, but I think the Lions are going to play them tough here. Cowboys versus Seahawks. Ooh, this is the no, this is a four o'clock game. This yeah. isn't the late game. That's a that's a really good that, four o'clock yeah, game. That's a great game. Uh, give me the Seahawks. Hawks. Yeah. Minus four and a half. Okay. Um, but you're just taking them to win. Just taking them to win. Yep. I think I would go Hawks too. Man, the Cowboys were in huge trouble if they didn't come back because they would they'd be staring yeah. at zero and three. Yeah. You're wow. You don't win that game. You're zero and two. Based big, on going on the road to Seattle, I know there's no fans. Big trouble. Yeah. Big big trouble. Okay, so Hawks for you. Yep. I think I'm going to go Hawks as well. I can't pick the boys. Uh, Packers, Saints. New Orleans is minus three. Uh, is he's Thomas thinking, healthy? He's thinking about it. I think it's still 50-50. He's high ankle sprain, man. I mean, I I would doubt he plays. I think either way, to me, in my opinion, give me the Packers. I'm gonna They're going to go 3-0. I'm going to go Saints because they came off that loss. They didn't look great. Everybody's ragging on Breeze. The Rodgers FU tour. Is still it here continues. and alive, and I think he plays incredible. But I'm going to say the Saints squeak by with – I don't even know if they'll cover the three, but I think they'll win the game. That's all I'm just going to say. So I, I get the Packers pick. Chiefs-Ravens, Monday Night Football. This might be the best game on paper the entire year in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, two of the top teams going at it. Baltimore minus three and a half. Like I said earlier, if you're if you're gonna pick the if I had to pick the spread, just I'd betting. take the Chiefs. That's I, fair. I just need a team to win. I mean, Lamar Jackson. I mean, Mahomes. I mean, you can't, you can't go wrong with either of these guys. These are two, but, arguably the two best teams in football. Yeah, they're really really good. Um, so who, who's the pick? Give me the Ravens. Ravens just at home. Solely at home. Uh, Fired up. Yeah, they I probably think. want some retribution in terms of they 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 had a huge letdown in the playoffs last year. Yeah, I think they probably want to prove themselves. I think With all that said, Dustin, I'm going to go Chiefs just to be different. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, let's do a quick rundown now. So we just did all the team rundown. Okay, Jags, Dolphins. Jags. Falcons, Bears. Falcons. Bills, Rams. Bills. Browns, Washington. Browns. Titans, Vikings. Titans. You took the Vikings there. I did. Keep that in yep, mind. I took the Vikings. You're right. Uh, Raiders, Patriots. Pats. Uh, yep, Pats. But 49ers, Giants. Niners. Bengals, Eagles. Eagles. 
Texans, Steelers. Steelers. Tennessee or uh, Jets, uh, Colts. Colts. Panthers, Chargers. Chargers. Broncos, Bucks. Bucks. Lions, Cards. Cardinals. Seahawks, Cowboys. Cowboys. Packers, Saints. Packers. Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens. There you got it. I mean, this is the soothsayer himself. 16 for 16 last week. Is it luck? Is it talent? Is it skill? We're going to find out this week. So, I shoot I shoot for about the I I try to go for like 12, 13 wins and 11, 11 to 13 wins in my pick'em hole. That'll get me towards the top towards the end of the year and try to get me cashed out. You have like a 12, 13 handicap, 14 handicap in golf. I think last week you might have shot even par, like 12, 10 under your handicap. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we'll find out one way or another. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, thanks this for having fun. me. It was. Yep. Should be uh, should be interesting to see and watch. I can't wait for the game tonight. See if Minshew Mania. I'll have to, I'll have to see on that. I'm better the day. Well, uh, I'll have to give that some serious thought. So I got to get off these NBA games. They're killing me. Well, yeah, you're not being very good at it. No. We'll, we'll, we'll rebound, though. RTL always does. But. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. We're out.